1: Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Usually Monday's my favorite day of the week because I get to come in here after a couple days break and I just get to hang out with you guys again and share the hot topics of the day. I thought it was going to be coming in and just doing a tribute to the amazing Olivia Newton-John, one of the last of the living Hollywood icons that wasn't shoving wokeness down your throat, making you miserable all day long. Going to maybe uh, talk a little bit about. Uh, This Inflation and Tax Expansion Act. And we're going to get to those stories. But to think for the first time in my life, and y'all know I've been, you you long-time Andrea show listeners, you know that I've been into politics since I was a kid. Like, this is just in my DNA. And as much as I saw the ups and downs and as much as I could see crap going on and knew all the details and the minutia and everything from the Clinton era, the Obama era, the Russian collusion hoax era, I still am shocked to see a sitting, a former president of the United States, fresh out of the White House, fresh off of a speech in which everybody knows that he is the leading Republican, that he is the presumptive nominee for the Republican Party two years from now, to see him rated like he's some Yogi Bear drug pushing pimp The reaction from conservatives and Republicans tonight, some at least, is that this is a war. Quite frankly, I think we've been at war with the left for a while. Or I I should say that the Democrats have been at war with America and not just in the, the fact that they've been waging a war against the middle class and the war on energy, but literally been at war with America and anybody who stands in the way from their takeover of it to transform us into their communist Marxist utopia. It's, is it time for us? Where are we at? Hashtag civil war is trending on Twitter. What do you think? What does this mean to you? Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. 344 Is this a meh? You know, we knew the Department of Injustice was going to raid them. It's not really a big deal. Or do you see it as the big deal that I and many others do? Because I've been telling y'all this for six years five years, six years. I said, they're not going to stop until they find that he wrote off a hammer on a tax return without a receipt. They're going to dig and dig and dig until they find an excuse to indict him. I said, we were all going to be Michael Flynn and don't overlook it. This is not even really about Trump. This is about getting rid of 75 million Trump voters. 888-344-1170. But now I need to bring in uh, my brother in arms. I haven't even had a chance to pose that question to him tonight. And it's interesting I should say my brother in arms because you know what? When I heard this breaking news, one of the things I did, because we're streaming live on, on Facebook for the five minutes they tend to let me stream live on Facebook every night on The Answer San Diego. I changed my little wardrobe for tonight, and I actually put on the T-shirt that my friend attorney, and yes, I'm going to claim my friend because why wouldn't I? Sidney Powell sent me this T-shirt. During the uh, Trump-Russian collusion hoax nightmare, she uh, created a website called Creeps on a Mission, and the mission was to destroy Donald Trump and 75 million of his voters. And so I put that T-shirt on, and I also put on my NRA hat because there is a war, and there's a reason why they want to take your guns. Buy guns, America. Let me now bring in my brother-in-arms here every night of the week. That was my slip showing. Of course, I'm talking about none other than DJ Potato Skins.
2: Yep, it's very, very sad. We saw this coming. We've been talking about it for a while. And, you know, it just, I I can't believe we are at this point in this country. And the fact that hashtag civil war is out there, Andrea, uh, it's very telling.
1: Right. Um, There's lots of different uh, angles to the story. And we're going to get into it throughout the hour tonight, hour one. I want to hear from you, 888-344-1170. I would tell you, here's, here's one thing for the Democrats. They better indict him because otherwise this man is going to roll over Washington in 2024 into back into that White House after this. If they think and you know what they you know, now I'm flashing back to Friday when we played Desperate Dick's Cheney, Desperate Dick Cheney's uh, video message that he did. Remember what he said Friday? He said Liz is doing everything she can. That little Liz Cheney doing everything she can to stop Trump from getting anywhere near the White House and she will succeed, he said. The timing is interesting here. We've got lots to get into within this because there is no greater story in the United States of America than this. No greater story than the weaponized United States government seizing control of our elections in our nation. through Was it a no-knock raid? Did they not arrest some people for Bre- Breonna Taylor because of a no-knock raid? Did they even knock on the door? Because of a no-knock raid on Mar-a-Lago. We've got friend and attorney, Tom DeBacaro, who will be here after the first break. And then we've got someone from the Donald Trump White House, actually. First time on the Andrea K. Show. I plan to have him here tonight. Um, I'm sure everybody's trying to get Boris Epstein on the line tonight. He will be here at 630 uh, to weigh in. And we want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. A couple weeks ago, I said, do you think he'll be indicted? Some people say, no, he's not. Still say. There's people tonight, Skin, saying... Well, he's not really going to be indicted. This is just a way to hamstring him. And we've had this debate back and forth: like, will they actually indict him, or will or, or will they not? At this point, I believe absolutely yes, no question, no question. They're going to indict him. Now, will he get convicted? Um, that remains to be seen. It remains. It remains what what crimes they're willing to manufacture on him, and they will go to that extent. I want to read you some, a, a tweet from Bernie Kerik that I thought was really disturbing. Here's what he had to say. Let me see if I can find it. I should have had it pulled up. I've been all over Twitter. Um, Bernie Kerik, you know, he was the police commissioner of New York City. And what he had to say was, well, I'm going to paraphrase. He said this is how communist regime works regimes work if and, and by the way he went on to say that if they can't get him through indictment they will through assassination. I think at this point when you look at the timing here they're looking at that c that c reception this is the, look at the timing here this is right on the heels of Christopher Ray being brought before Congress which was an absolute ridiculous worthless theatrical production on the part of the Republicans. So, of course, that paved the way for the FBI to do this. They, they, didn't, even, they didn't even get a scratch on Christopher w- Ray. They basically gave him a green light to do whatever he wanted to do. That's how feckless it was. Then we go into CPAC. And, and he, obviously, he won the straw poll. He was at 69%. DeSantis was at 24%. But when you see the reception that he got from people there, And when more importantly, when you listen to that speech he gave for two minutes, and we pulled a couple of clips that we were going to play from it, we pulled a couple of clips. It is clear that this man is ready to get back into the White House, and he has the support of the vast majority of voters. And even though uh, 24% said DeSantis, let me tell you, those 24 are solidly in Trump's camp right now, I can tell you that. When they saw his reception, they saw that speech, they saw how much vinegar he's got I can't see the expression they they knew they had to do something they had to do something there's no way they can let Donald Trump run for re-election one of the things that I wanted to point out is if we're at war do we have is the Republican Party do we have enough warriors one of the things, one of the things that's been interesting about Trump since he first uh, came down the escalator, and especially when he got into office, was he exposed. He exposed everybody. He exposed the deep state and how it was far deeper and far wider. He exposed it than we ever thought it was. He exposed how many Republicans were a part of it. And that exposure continues because if you're a Republican and you're running for office and you are not in a full throated attack on the Democrat Party right now and the FBI and the DOJ calling them out for the enemies of the people that they are calling this out for the communist tactics that this is to do a no knock raid on for for what? For 15 boxes that he supposedly took with him to Mar-a-Lago Send some couriers down to get it. In fact, the I, I want to play this Stephen Miller clip from the open uh, from his interview. I think this was on uh, Tucker Carlson tonight. Skins, can you play clip ten?
2: This is an abomination. You have the sitting president of the United States, Joe Biden, through his Justice Department, through his FBI conducting a raid on the person who is presumed to be his opponent in the next election and also the 45th president of the United States. As President Trump pointed out in his statement, it is risable that this would be purportedly done in the name of document preservation from the leaks we've seen when Hillary Clinton used an off-book server for years to conduct classified state business and, at the same time, money was being funneled by the millions into the Clinton Foundation with the very people she was doing business with that, to this day, has never been investigated, not by the FBI, not by the IRS, not by anybody. We are truly living. In a situation where the FBI has become a Praetorian guard from Rome, where they take it unto themselves to decide who wields power in this country, you know, bingo, Steve,
1: absolutely right on. This should shock the core and the conscience of every American. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to bring in Tom DeBacaro, proud American patriot and historian. I want to get his perspective on this, whether or not, and of course, Thomas is. Um, also, an attorney, not a former prosecutor, but he understands federal prosecution. I want to get his take on what he what he thinks about this and the likelihood that Trump will be indicted and what this means for America going forward. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego.
0: Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before I bring in attorney. Historian, political insider, former congressional uh, uh, senator, senatorial candidate against Kamala Harris, Tom DeBacar. I want to read a statement from Donald Trump. These are dark times for our nation, as my beautiful home, Mar a Lago in Palm Beach, is currently under siege. Raided and occupied by a large Group of FBI agents Nothing like this has ever happened to a president Of the United States before After working and cooperating with the relevant government Agencies this unannounced raid On my home was not necessary or appropriate It is prosecutorial Misconduct the weaponization of the Justice system and an attack By radical left Democrats who Desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024 especially based On recent polls and who who Will likewise do anything to stop Republicans Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. Such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries, corrupt at a level not seen before. They even broke into my safe. What is the difference between this and Watergate, where operatives broke into the Democrat National Committee? Here in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th President of the United States. Tom DeBacaro, your response to this raid tonight and Donald Trump's statement.
3: Uh, I think we should no longer kid ourselves. This is beyond beyond atrocious. It is completely delegitimizes the FBI and the DOJ. It delegitimizes this presidency. We are we are not talking about. going in and taking stuff out of someone's house, selling stuff to the Chinese right before a war. We are talking about documents of dubious importance and very little national security concern. We are talking about an act that doesn't even have a criminal penalty. So this is 100% political. This would never have happened to Hillary Clinton. In fact, it didn't when she compromised national security. And the the former president is right to focus on the political nature of this. Who gets these raids? Republicans, who never gets these raids out of the DOJ? Democrats, no one should be fooled anymore at any
1: level. Right. In fact, nobody should have been fooled back, you know, um, as to when Trump came down the escalators, people started chanting, lock her up. And it was not even specific just to Hillary Clinton. At that point in 2015 and twenty going into 2016 in his campaign, the American people knew that we had two sets of laws in this country, one for the elites, one for the peasants, one for Republicans, and one for Democrats. And nothing changed. I don't think Donald Trump, and I've been critical of him, but I don't think in hindsight he had he had no idea, nor did he have the machine or any ability to prepare himself to route out what we now see as the extent of the deep state within the FBI and the DOJ. And, 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 and part of that issue was because he listened to people like Sean Hannity, who told him it was only a few people at the top, when it wasn't. He is the worst analyst. Stop listening to that man. And He's actually done damage to our country and to our MAGA movement, pushing that out. The, Hillary Clinton violated um, the Espionage Act with a private server that she jokingly wiped clean. She, you're you're an attorney. Did she not commit thirty five thousand felonies when she destroyed thirty five thousand pieces of government property under subpoena? The rest of us would still be under a jail. Christian Saucier was dragged away from his wife and his baby because of six photos on a phone. We had operatives that had to be yanked out of the field in Yemen uh, in the war on terror because she was transferring classified information in an unsecured server. And she's yeah, nowhere. Where? Right now, let me finish. And right now, Christopher Ray and the FBI are sitting on a laptop with all kinds of evidence of drug crimes, gun crimes by Hunter Biden, all kinds of evidence of Joe Biden on the grift flying around as the vice president, cooking up deals off of selling access to the White House and no no raid on them. In fact, there's not been one search warrant. Yeah, look, uh, it's
3: uh, it, it is that clear. And, and so one, one thing I don't want people, this isn't, nobody should look at this and say, oh, it's about Donald Trump. No. This, this is about the enormous power of government. And when you create a government this big, you know, Jefferson started this, that, this line about go, government that is large enough as to what it can do to you. So we have now a DOJ and an FBI that's completely out of control. One of the things I put on Facebook was they got away with this with Hillary and, and the Trump Russia thing. They got away with lying. And so they feel free to lie again. And, and that's what you're seeing completely out of control. And you're right. But the one I have one small quarrel with with what you said. Careful now, Ciao. <laughs> it's your use of the term "deep state," and I it's deep deep state. And I told this to Steve Bannon. I said, "Steve, stop saying that." What do you it's want to call it? The
1: administrative state?
3: Yeah, I mean they're, they're not deep. This is what happens. When you give government this much power, they're in the open.
1: Yeah, but the reason why I use the deep, deep state is versus administrative is because people think administrative state. It doesn't sound as ominous to them and is threatening to their lives and to their livelihood. And one of the things that I said going back into early 2017 with this Michael Flynn stuff broke, I said, make no mistake about it. This is not even about Trump or his administration. This is about you, America. And, And if they if this if you don't recognize what's going on here, we will all be Michael Flynn. And then I and no. then and and oh, by the way, one other point I haven't heard anybody make: the Ukraine impeachment hoax. Remember the Ukraine Ukraine phone call got to impeach Donald Trump. What was the allegations that Donald Trump was using the power of his White House? To launch an investigation against what was supposed to be the presumptive Democrat nominee, even though Joe Biden hadn't even was not even a flicker in anybody's eye that he was going to that he was going to run for office. Stephen Miller said tonight he didn't mention the Ukraine impeachment, but he said, you know, Joe Biden saying he's going to run for office in 2024. We've got the obviously the presumptive nominee. I mean, you good grief. Did you see him at CPAC? And you see the speech? I mean, there's no way anybody else is getting the nomination in
3: 2024. Um, no, dude, no. It's a hundred. It is a hundred percent clear that th- that we have completely allowed the DOJ and the FBI to be politicized. They are doing the job of the corrupt administration, and they got away with it with Hillary. The ludicrous nature of her having a server in her house, which is way worse than any, any espionage thing ever done before right she gets away with it and so they feel
1: immune well, right. I mean, they've been empowered a lot. And in fact, if you watched this, and when they when I heard Chuck Grassley, we're going to call Christopher Ray up, and he's going to answer some questions. I thought th- I, this is ridiculous. The only thing, the only testimony I want to hear from Christopher Ray is on the witness stand under direct examination from a prosecutor. And instead, they bring him up there, and at one point, he's looking at his watch, going, "Hey, you know, I said I had to be out of here by one thirty. Like, would he have a Manny Petty scheduled? I mean, there's nobody. There's been zero accountability of anybody. So you're right. They're completely emboldened. Even the phony Durham investigation ticks me off to this day. It was, you know, and, and Bill Barr is the worst of the worst. He's the OG of the swamp and he should have never been put in as a G. Then we had this phony Durham investigation. Not one person is spending a day behind jail for lying to the FISA courts, falsifying evidence to the FISA courts, illegally spying on any Americans. We even now know that Hillary Clinton and the DNC and Mark Elias hired some outfit, some school kids out of Georgia that were spying on Trump in the the white house after he was inaugurated and nobody's paid a price no nothing
3: you're, you're absolutely right we have crossed the rubicon by the way it's a technical matter yes the this the serving a subpoena serving this search warrant while trump's out of town they would have had to make the case that the documents in question were in imminent danger of being destroyed oh they They've been there for months. Speak to us Uh, real quick.
1: It's it's insane. I've got, I've got, uh, I I can't keep you long like I normally do because I've got Boris Epstein scheduled to come up after. But speak to us as the former head of the Republican Party here in California about what the Republican Party's reaction should be. Um, I'm disappointed with some responses or lack of responses and that some of the responses have been as weak as Lindsey Graham on immigration. Uh, What should the Republican Party's response be?
3: This should be a, a, a campaign issue, and the campaign issue should be that this is the price of unlimited government, the total loss of freedom. They need, they can appeal. This is, they're making a martyr out of this guy. <clears throat> yeah, and, and they need to relate this to people. It, Joe Biden has has uh, gone in and broken into the Brex president's safe. And now he's hiring 80,000 IRS agents to break into yours. Ooh, boom, Tom Dell. Awesome. You'll bring your guy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yes, I will bring you back, even though you haven't supplied any any evidence at all that you've ever been on a commercial fishing boat, other than uh, other yeah, than sitting Laura. sipping uh, uh, sipping I an ice. I gave t-
3: you my payroll.
1: <laughs> okay, what was that what? tagline again? Uh, they they say that again. They raided Trump. They
3: bro- they, they broke into the president's safe, and now Biden's hired eighty thousand IRS agents to break into yours.
1: Just classic Tom Dell delivering the goods. Now y'all know why he just destroyed Kamala Harris in the debate. And but for the jungle primary, he would have uh, had that spot. And we might not have had to suffer any of Kamala Harris. So it's my fault? (laughs) No, it's the jungle primary. It's not your fault. In fact, all the other Republicans should have dropped out. So that we wouldn't have ended up with two Democrats. But anyway, I got to let you go, my dear friend. Thank you for being here. And thanks for that great bumper sticker tagline. All right. Now, stay tuned. We're going to continue this discussion. We've got Boris Epstein, former um, White House assistant to Donald J. Trump. He's going to be here to weigh in on his perspective. So don't go anywhere. This is the Andrea K. show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego.
0: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego.
1: That's right, I do. Every night of the week here 6 to 8 p.m. Glad to have you guys along for the ride with me. 888 344 1170. Joining me now, first time on the Andrea K Show. Super excited to have him. You guys all know who the, who he is. It's Boris Epstein. And he was, you know him from being uh, part of the Trump administration special assistant to our our POTUS 45. He was also strategic advisor to Donald Trump in 2020. You can learn more about him and at borisep.com. When I scheduled to have him come on tonight, I was super excited to share with you guys because you know, you know I love money. I love the economy. I love to share ideas with you all in my News You Can Use segments. And so, so I was super excited to bring him on tonight to talk about his new FJB coin. Um, you know what that stands for, right? But um, before we get into that, I got to ask him for his response on this FBI raid tonight. Boris Epstein, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hello, Boris Epstein. Welcome to the Andrea
4: K Show. Andrew, thank you so much. It's such an honor to be with you. Really appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Appreciate having me on and the kind words. And in terms of, uh, you know, the raid, I think President Trump's statement speaks for itself. You know, there's the political persecution and the weaponization of law enforcement have gotten out of hand in this country. It is completely unacceptable. It is completely un-American. And as President Trump said, he's not going to back down. He will always fight for the American people.
1: Well, the thing is, Boris, is that, you know, they expected him to cave. They any other normal human being, probably around April of 2017, would have been in a corner chewing their hair. Okay, and no matter what they did to him, whether it was throughout the election, whether it was all this Jeff Sessions recusing himself, the Russian Mueller coming in, everything Comey did to him uh, you know, uh, everything that was going on with the, the Republican party, abandoning his agenda of uh, Paul Ryan, I'm speaking about. And then, then he had to endure the Ukrainian impeachment. I mean, they just, they kept trying to get rid of him and he's like a cockroach, right? I mean, he won't go away. So now, I mean, they're getting more and more desperate. The president,
4: I said, yeah, you know, the president's like a lion. He's a lion. He's going to keep fighting and he's standing with the American people. And then, you know, they try to put him down, but he's not going to let him. And, uh, and, you know, this is just another example of that completely unacceptable uh, and, and unnecessary behavior mm-hmm. by by feckless, reckless, tyrannical Joe Biden and the, and, the, and the tyrannical FBI under him.
1: Yeah. How far do you see this going with them? They're so desperate to try to stop him. Dick Cheney, desperate Dick, Darth Vader Cheney said Friday that Liz was going to do everything she could to keep him from getting to the White House and she will succeed. Uh, do you want to look in your crystal ball and tell us whether or not you think there will be an indictment or do you think that they're just going to,
4: well, I don't want to, uh, there's, listen, it's not a, president Trump hasn't done anything wrong. He's oh, of course all not the rules and regulations. And, and what we need to be talking about is the fact that, Hey, what my crystal ball says is that Harry the is going to crush Liz Cheney and Liz Cheney, the, the Cheney family will finally <laughs> be, out, be out of politics. After tens of thousands of Americans dead, after trillions of American uh, American dollars spent, and after so useless wars all over the world, mm-hmm. and the Chinese ought to be ashamed of themselves. Look, I, you know, instead of going around bragging,
1: well, of course, I mean, I, you know, I'm sure you uh, I don't know if you were at CPAC uh, or or not. I mean, all of your your compadres or your boobies were there and it was an amazing CPAC. I hadn't gone and I kind of wished I had. I mean, I thought Trump was in rare form with his two hour speech. And I have to think they're looking at him and going, oh, he crushed it. And they're, they're looking at him going, we got to bring this man down. And when I asked about the indictment, it's because I wouldn't put it past them to not to not manufacture uh, they're going to do anything they can to stop him. And that's why I think we, MAGA, need to support him more than ever. I believe we will. I think the 24 percent who said DeSantis and the straw poll and CPAC are squarely behind Trump now. I think they've just mobilized MAGA even more. Before we Last question before we talk about your FJB coin. What do you want from the Republican Party establishment at this point in terms of supporting Trump and MAGA?
4: Well, it's vital for the establishment to come out and demand answers on why. A, the most powerful political figure in the world can be perse- politically persecuted like this while we have while we have you know runaway inflation, sky high gas prices, no southern border disasters all over the world. Mm-hmm. Why it's somehow OK for the FBI to use taxpayer dollars for a political political crusade. And uh, we, we need to have hearings in Congress about this now. We need to begin to the bottom of you know, this political witch hunt and we have to fight against it.
1: Absolutely. Okay, so let's shift into something a little bit more fun. F. Joe Biden, you have a coin uh, coming out the F. F-J- the F. J. B. Coin. I admitted, no, no, I know nothing about uh, Bitcoin. I know nothing about blockchain or any of this business. Um, but you know, with everybody right now. So struggling i 'm here in California where it's six dollars a gallon of gas a one bedroom apartment is three thousand dollars We got empty shelves everywhere and i'm I'm always looking for some idea that I can share with my listeners where they might be able to make a buck. Tell everybody about your fjb coin
4: well so fJb coin something that you know Steve Bannon and I started getting involved with and joined the community in late uh, late last year and you know it's you know, fJb stands for what you think is <laughs> but it also stands for freedom jobs business and from being Free of the chains of the yoke of over or overreaching or you know overpowering radicals, radicals and wokers. That's what it stands for, and I'm so proud to be a part of the, of the, the FJB community that, that which is growing by leaps and bounds. And right now, you know, just in the last week, uh, FJB released an app where you could buy and sell uh, cryptocurrency, and uh, through which you could also trade. Uh, You know, other crypto, not just FJB, uh, you know, including Bitcoin, Ethereum and others. And FJB is all about freedom. It's all about jobs, all about business. It's all about America.
1: Well, we need more of that. And like I said, I don't know anything about crypto or blockchain, but I saw this and I thought, well, this is this is exciting. And I know that a lot of my listeners do. And so, you know, I'm all about trying to support, you know, conservatism anywhere we can and people within the movement. And um, particularly when it comes to economics. Um, speaking of that, it, it, you know, the in, you know, I, I said today, I don't want any conservatives using the language in print or or verbally in media inflation reduction act. This is the inflation and tax expansion act. And this is such a gross assault on the American people with 87,000 IRS agents. Those are not going after the Jeff Bezoses in the world, are they, Boris?
4: No, absolutely not. This is completely and utterly disgusting. They're raising taxes during uh, a stagflation, inflation, and a recession. This is typical radical wokeism, and this is what's, what's driven communist countries into the ground all over the world, including the Soviet Union. This kind of pathetic, woke, radical economic ideology
1: yeah and it's um it's really frightening and it and, and the left of course is doing everything they can to gaslight us into telling us. Uh, that you know the sky is green and this isn't going to raise our taxes when we know that it will. And in fact, I learned today that this bill includes this is this is news was news to me and and, and probably news to my listeners tonight. They've got built inside of it, Boris Epstein, Epstein, excuse me. They've got twenty billion dollars in there to pay farmers not to farm at a time in which China is buying up our farmland and we've got food shortages here. Boris, your thoughts on that?
4: It's despicable. That's what it is. It's absolutely despicable. It's absolutely unacceptable. And it's as, un- an Amer- as un-American as it gets. We need to be fighting for American farmers. We need to be fighting for American production. We need to be fighting for American business. And that's the opposite of what's going on. And, uh, and that's exactly why Democrats are going to lose in huge numbers come November of this year uh, in 2022. And then, as we hope and expect, President Trump belongs for President 24, walks into the Oval Office no later than Jan twenty. 2025.
1: It should be really clear to the American people when you look at this, and and I believe the poll numbers said over 60 percent of the Americans know that this is going to increase their taxes. It should be clear to the American people uh, the contrast between the Democrat Party and MAGA, and the Democrat Party with their the Uni quite well. It's a uniparty system, really. The establishment rhinos with the Democrats is, yes. versus MAGA it should be very clear. Um, you know, do you do you uh, six, Newsmax had a poll out today, 65. percent of americans don't trust or i don't know i don't know inside what the split was on that but at least 65 percent of republicans said they don't trust uh the elections to be fair
4: of course not how can we trust elections to be fair when the 2020 election was clearly and obviously rigged and stolen how can we trust elections to be fair when you saw what happened in arizona it takes days for Mm -hmm. results to come out in in washington joe kent just announced the winner today a week almost a week after election day in france there's 30 million voters. By 8 o'clock, they know who won because they have an idea and they have a real system. We don't have a real system of voting in this country. We need one-day vote, same-day vote, paper ballots only, none of this machine nonsense.
1: Well, and the ultimate in electioneering is a weaponized FBI and the DOJ seeking to control the outcome of the elections by either covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton, launching through the intelligence community, crossfire hurricane, and then the Russian collusion hoax, and Ukrainian... And then Jan 6, we haven't even had a chance to talk about Jan 6. But look, what they've done with these, these uh, America, what this is all about is we're all Michael Flynn. We're all every but one of those, we MAGA people, they, they consider us, we're all like these Jan 6 people that were rounded up because of their politics and thrown in the gulag. That's what they're trying to do to Donald Trump. And we've got to stick together. Many people tonight, Boris Epstein, are saying that we're using hashtag civil war, that we're in a war. Hopefully it never involves a bullet, but we've got to be in a war mindset in this country to take this country back. Thank you for everything that you do. I watch you on Bannon's War Room pretty much every day. Loving what you guys are putting down there. I love you. Tell everybody where they can get information on your FJB app.
4: Thanks so much. FJBCoin.org FJBCoin.org or FreedomJobsBusiness.org to go check it out right now and learn about the community. And for me, it's BorisCP.com and at BorisCP. On all socials, on True Social, it's at Boris. Thank you very much. God bless you and God bless your audience. Thank you
1: so much. All right, now, y'all stay tuned because we got more Andrew K. Show coming up. 888 344
0: 1170. The Answer San Diego. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com.
1: I think we all knew years ago decades ago that uh, she had uh, publicly she'd been honest about it struggled uh, in uh, battling breast cancer what I didn't realize was that uh, that it had come back that it had metastasized you know she hadn't really been as in in the public eye as much in recent years I mean and in fact honestly the last thing I heard about her really was years ago when that boyfriend of hers Ended up missing on a fishing boat. Um, but she was just truly a huge icon of America. I mean, if she did nothing else but grease, uh, what a legacy that is. And that's back when we did movies that were sweet and yet still entertaining without being woke, without being, uh, you know, coarse and without cuss words. And back when Hollywood knew how to entertain and she was just a class act. And never, never once did we ever hear anything negative about her. We do have some more Hollywood news to share with you guys. We're going to save that for next hour um, because I I feel like we've we've got to share with you guys. We've got to continue to to discuss this uh, shocking assault on our country. This is not just an assault on Mar-a-Lago. This is an assault on America. You think about this. There has not been one thing that they've done against Donald J. Trump with all of their investigations Going back to the summer of 2015, that was ever based on probable cause. Probable cause is they go and get a subpoena from a court because a bank like Hunter Biden had been Hunter Biden's bank account had been flagged. What was it, fifteen hundred times? Because the bank had recognized, uh, you know, um, sketchy, uh, sketchy types of behaviors. Because they can recognize when, you know, what is what is um honest and above board financial dealings in a bank account and what's not so probable cause would be that in which the FBI ignored it right in the DOJ um but there has not been one piece of evidence that was probable cause which means that they had they had some sort of evidence that Donald Trump had committed a crime therefore granting the US government the right to continue some form of investigation that included delving past the the wall of our privacy rights That's what the Fourth Amendment was supposed to be about. That's what unlawful search and seizure was supposed to be about. So because our founders understood that this was the threat to our nation, right, that you could have under the guise of law enforcement, under the guise of justice, that the government could come after you. And they wanted a firewall set up that the government couldn't just investigate you without any basis and that they had to go to a court and show what that basis was and convince a judge who was supposed to actually put some pressure back and say, show me the evidence. Right. There has not. I asked going back into early 2017. I said, I I actually think in the fall of 2016, because Russia came up in the debates and we knew that there was an investigation going on. And I said, I want to know What the probable cause is and was for a sitting president of the United States, the head of the Democrat Party, the probable cause that justified him launching an investigation into the opposition party political nominee for president. And there has not been one piece of evidence. There was not one piece of evidence when the New York attorney general candidate, Kim Fowler or whatever her name was, pledged on the campaign trail that she was going to go after Trump until she found something to indict him for. Quite frankly, this, sh- this, this shouldn't be happening now in part, not just because it's, it's unlawful and it's an attack on, on our republic, but also because this has been going on for six years now with not even a speed bump in its way. And whatever you think of Donald Trump, he has does not deserve to be treated this way. I've got people on Twitter saying, well, if you don't do anything wrong, you know, you don't have anything to fear. Isn't that what it, it, wasn't that the tagline? I, I think they might have had that on some bumper stickers on on some cars driven around by Stalin. Here's what Ron DeSantis said. The raid of Mar-a-Lago is another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents, while people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves. Now the regime is getting another 87,000 IRS agents to wield against its adver- adversaries, Banana Republic. He's connecting the dots and see, just like Tom DeBacaro did earlier, where he said, um, Biden, the FBI, broke into uh the president's home and now Biden wants to break into yours. Isn't that what what uh what he said? Here are some other reactions. Um Oh, by the way, um here's something else that is of note in in regards to the incestuous uh, tentacles Of the deep state and I still like I don't think the administrative state really is ominous sounding enough. I think it may be more accurate. Um, But Liz Cheney's husband is actually partner at the law firm representing Hunter Biden. So don't come at me on Twitter and tell me that if Trump was doing anything, if, if Trump wasn't doing anything wrong, you wouldn't have anything to fear. That's the same BS we heard from Lindsey Graham and all the other rhinos that knew Day one of Bob Mueller's uh, Russian investigation that there was no evidence that Trump had colluded with Russia. And yet they continued to spend taxpayer dollars and go after him for years. And then at the end of Mueller's investigation, what did he show that there was never any proof? So don't sit here and tell me that Donald Trump must have broken the law or the FBI wouldn't be there because either you're just a moron or you're just or you're just in on it and you don't care. That we're a banana republic and we're a third world crap hole communist country at this point because you're dumb enough to think that it would never affect you. We need to go back and and find that interview with that FBI guy from uh, that um, Russian guy KGB guy from years ago, who described everything that Russia did involved in Mao's revolution that's taking place today. We're wrapping hour one, but hour two is on its way. So stay tuned. More, We're going to talk more about the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago.
0: Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's